Hello, and welcome to the Cisco Learning Network podcast. Traditional networking cannot keep pace with the demands of digital business. That's why this week, we are going to be hearing from Salman Asadullah, Chief Technology Officer and Vice President of Engineering at NetNuvum. Salman recently spoke about the need for something new in networking, called the Hybrid Engineer, during an SDN training webinar series hosted by the Cisco Learning Network. Salman begins by introducing a slide during the webinar that displays a lot of words you might be familiar with. He shows terms like mobility, cloud, DevOps, apps, big data, IoT, and open source, among others. Here's Salman. On the bottom of the slide, you see a lot of these, I would say, buzzwords, right? But these buzzwords do mean something. The key thing here is that a lot of these areas are new to what we have been sort of used to or been doing all along the years, right? And I can, you know, go into each of these circles and talk about it for a long time, but because of the time constraints, we're not going to be doing it. I'm just going to be taking a couple of examples. And if you see on the top of the slide, a lot of this stuff is happening because of these reasons. Salman points to the top of his slide where there is some data showing just how the pace of change in the industry is accelerating. There will be a projected 50 billion connected devices by 2020. 80% of enterprise apps were deployed in the cloud between 2014 and 2016. 300,000 apps were available in 2010 as compared to the 2 million apps available between 2014 and 2016. More data was created in 2012 than had ever been in the past 5,000 years. And finally, connected devices outnumbered people in 2014 to 2016. The pace of this whole change is accelerating day by day. And now, another thing to keep in mind, that all of this stuff, to be honest, is all integrated, it's all connected together. So if I give you an example of a big data analytics, for instance, big data analytics, what is it, is it by itself, right? Or IoT, like they're talking about billions of devices are going to get connected to the internet, right? So, but how is this really going to happen then when billions of these devices are going to get connected, they're going to be sending some information. They're going to be sending all of that information. Where that information is going to go? It's going to go to the data center. Now, once it goes to the data center, the how is it going to get stored? Is it going to get stored in an old-fashioned way or is it going to be something around some of the hyper-converged, software-defined storage concepts? Once that data is stored, what are you going to do with that? You're going to analyze that data. So if you really see that the example I just gave you covers IoT, IoE circle, the big data circle, and the next-gen data center stuff, right? So all of this stuff is pretty much all connected together. Now, because of all of this, what is happening, that there are a lot of new requirements which are coming from the customers. And they want to kind of do all of these things at a much faster rate. They want to increase all the utilizations from the bandwidth perspective, from the resource perspective. All of that stuff is happening. And now, because of these requirements, we have to kind of make sure that there's some specific things needs to change. The fundamental concepts, the way we have been doing things in networking has to change. Things have to be more policy-driven, they have to be automated, and they have to be agile. If you really see, this is not necessarily tied to a architecture, this is across the board. This is across the board concept which needs to be implemented. And that is the reason, it doesn't matter what architecture you work in or what CCIE or certification you hold, 
these concepts are being very important in all the architectures. And why do I say that? So let's say if you're a data center engineer, you would basically, if you see all the ACI and cloud center, all of that stuff is around these concepts. If you're an enterprise person, if you look into the whole new Cisco DNA architecture, the SDA architecture or the SD-WAN architectures, they're all enterprise, but all around these concepts. If you happen to be a collaboration engineer, if you look into this whole Spark and Tropo offerings architectures all around these concepts. So my point is that what we're going to be talking about today, that how these concepts are becoming a baseline or something everyone has to work on. Basically, if you remember back in the days when anybody wanted to get in networking, we used to say, oh, you know, go get, make sure you know your TCP IT very well and go read the Douglas Homer book and all that stuff which is all very important today. However, at the same time, I tell the guys, oh, make sure that you understand some of these concepts and how to use some of these concepts. And why do I say that? Because there's the specific reasons which are happening. Because what is customers are telling us that they're too cost tied to this whole the networking expenses. One is the CapEx and the OpEx. And what we're seeing that the CapEx, when they buy the equipment, is much lower than when they kind of deploy it and maintain it and optimize it and operate it. And that is more in the networking space because if you go to the compute side, to the server side, they have sort of taken an early start and they're doing very well because it takes seconds to kind of spin thousands of servers and all that sort of stuff. But what we're seeing in the networking space is the opposite, right? Because CapEx is low, but OpEx is much higher. And that is basically causing the whole industry to kind of work towards these new solutions. And you're seeing that the examples I gave you, even Cisco, you know, they're coming out with all of these the new uh, solutions in every architecture, which are tied to the concepts which I talked about. To address this specific thing, that how do we bring down the OPEX of the networking expenses? In Salman's presentation, he displays a quote from Tech Target and Network Evolution from April of 2015. It reads, while other components of the IT infrastructure have become more programmable, and allow for faster, automated provisioning, installing network circuits is still a painstakingly manual process. He shows statistics that read 80% of the time IT departments spend is on operations, and 57% of CEOs are worried about IT strategy not supporting business growth. Remember what I said that the server folks, they always ask about this stuff, that how come you know I, have, I can do all of this stuff much more faster way and the server side, but the networking thing, it doesn't happen that way. So think about this, that I was just talking to a customer, a big web customer. They're making, you know, almost 10 to 15,000 changes in the network on monthly basis, right? What does it equate to on a daily number of changes which are happening? So do we really think that all of those changes are being done manually? No, they're not happening manually. They're happening, all, everything is automated. So this is where this whole industry is sort of going towards. So what is the challenge? What is the real challenge that we are sort of struggling with this whole area? Because the, the biggest challenge is that both we have two people in this whole networking space. We have the app architects and the network architects. And the app architects are looking at this whole stuff from on the left-hand side. They look at the web, app, DB. You know, they do not look at the infrastructure. 
arguably that maybe is right that they wants to have an app they have certain requirements it should just go get implemented or in a very nicer and automated way however on the right hand side this is most of the people you know, on this call are because we love our CLI we love our VLANs and QoS and configuration and all that sort of stuff which is very important however the point what i'm trying to make that all of those concepts are important how they get deployed that's what this topic is about that the, the way they're going to get deployed is not necessarily going to be through the CLI it's all getting automated okay so keeping that in mind so what we are really talking about to i do not call it a challenge every challenge creates an opportunity so we need to kind of come up with a common language so what does it, you know, the application architect is looking into the you know transaction and queries and SLAs and policies and we're looking on the right hand side in Salman's presentation he has split the slide into two parts on the left side is the application architect and it shows two individuals working at a whiteboard and on the right side we see the network architect portrayed by a picture of an individual working at a server on the application architect side we see what their world looks like and what they're responsible for transactions queries SLAs and policies. And on the network architect side, that's the right-hand side, we see that they're responsible for VLANs, subnets, QoS and ports. Salman makes a point at the bottom of the slide to say that developer and infrastructure teams must translate between different languages. So we need to come up with a, a way that these people can better talk to each other. They have a better understanding. They can the things which are coming from the left-hand side, yes. the right hand side person still has to do all of that stuff once it, it the templates are made the the things are designed because that all that knowledge what she have gathered over the years with the networks is really important but how you going to deploy it it has to change so there is a lot going on with the industry that Salman has outlined here and he showed that things can't stay the way they currently are There's not enough time, not enough resources, and communication between application architects and network architects is breaking down. Basically, traditional networking cannot keep pace with the demands of digital business. Coming up in the next episode, Solomon introduces the idea of the hybrid engineer and why its job role will help enormously with the industry keeping up and how you can place yourself in this very needed gap in the job market. To hear more from Solomon Asadula or to view the full webinar that this segment is from, be sure to visit the Cisco Learning Network at www.ciscolearningnetwork.com. The Cisco Learning Network contains all kinds of resources to help you get started on your network engineering career, including additional training videos and study groups that allow you to connect with others trying to get started in their network engineering careers. Please subscribe to the Cisco Learning Network podcast and be sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you found this helpful. Thanks for listening.